This is the Warm Springs program on KWSO. Today we hear from Scott Cooper. He is the executive director of Neighbor Impact. It's a program that helps meet the needs of more than 55,000 households each year in Central Oregon. So Neighbor Impact has been around since 1985, and we've always had Warm Springs in our service territory. We didn't understand for a very, very long time the need to separate Warm Springs from Jefferson County and the the dependent nation status and what what sovereignty meant. And I think we came to that realization very differently just before COVID broke out. And I came down and I talked to the tribal council and I said, I just want to say I'm sorry. I'm sorry for not having seen that, but we're going to do better in the future. And so now I'm really proud of the fact that we have this map. I think we're the only nonprofit I know of in Central Oregon that uses it. And it has four communities on it. It has the three counties and it has Warm Springs. And it talks about serving all of Central Oregon, but serving it in the four different jurisdictions and respecting the sovereignty of the tribes. Probably two years ago now, maybe it was three, I forget, uh, we were able to put our first full-time stationed person here in Warm Springs. And that's Dot Thurby. Many people know Dot. Um, She's amazing. And so she is our person who coordinates. If you can't get to us, she'll help get your information to us. She coordinates with our team to bring people up. And make sure that we are providing services to the people where they're at in the culture, where they need to explain it to us or, or where they're going to receive those services. It's different. It's just a totally different experience than we say, well, get on the website and call us down in Bend and we'll figure out how to serve you. That's not the same thing. There are many ways that Neighbor Impact helps the people of Central Oregon, all communities, providing a whole menu of services for households. So Neighbor Impact does a lot. Not everything applies to tribes. For example, we do Head Start, but we do only do that in Crook and Deschutes. There's another provider here in Jefferson County, and then the tribes do, does its own thing. But we have a food program. We are the regional food bank, so we provide food to Reservation Impact. And we also provide uh, energy assistance. And so that usually runs through human services, and then it'll come over to us as an ask. We provide weatherization services, which helps takes your house and says, okay, if we could make energy savings that would offset the cost of those improvements over time, the government would pay for those in order to do an energy savings thing nationwide. A lot of people really benefit from that. They get insulation jobs. They get... Their roofs replaced. They get all kinds of cool stuff that helps save energy at the other end. We do child care development. Uh, that's not doing child care. That's doing helping small providers um, be better at what they do as well as stand up. We're distributing money from the state of Oregon right now for small providers interested in getting into that business. If anybody out there is thinking about becoming a child care provider, let us know. We'd like to talk to you about that opportunity. We have a home ownership center helping people get qualified. Also, people to participate in a match savings program where you put in $1, we give you 5 and then you keep saving toward opening a business or getting your education or buying a home, anything like that, uh, home ownership counseling, financial capability counseling, lots of programs like that. But whatever programs we can figure out that help 
economically struggling people get to a more stable place. That's what we try and focus on. Neighbor Impact is known for helping households with things such as food assistance, energy assistance, and weatherization. Executive Director Scott Cooper says the program has stepped up its services to the Warm Springs Reservation and made real efforts to work with the tribe as a sovereign nation with unique cultural values. One event Neighbor Impact was in Warm Springs for recently had great success, and he says they plan to be back again soon. So it was our first housing event held at Warm Springs, and we coordinated that with Danielle and crew over at the Housing Authority. And we brought in our team, and we said, all right, what can we do to help people from getting evicted out of their apartments for and homes out for non-payment of rent because there was a little bit of it had piled up over COVID. And so we were able in one day to distribute 103,000 in rental assistance. It was wildly exceeded expectations. It was so cool. And uh, in a couple of months, we'll do that again. Uh, we expect it'll be bigger. We're going to bring the weatherization team to come with the housing team this time and have both of them be able to present services to people and sign people up on the spot, qualify and sign them up and then be able to get things moving. But there's there's quite a bit of built-up back rent debt that's due that's starting to become problematic as the housing authority says, look, we got <laughs> to start getting everybody back on the payment track in order to pay our bills. And so that was a um, that was a wonderful opportunity to relieve that burden for the housing authority as well as to do some real good here in the community. The Neighbor Impact Food Bank provides food for Central Oregon through its network of partner agencies and direct client services. So you have to think about the fact that when people get SNAP benefits, you know what we used to call food stamps, they only pay for about 20 days a month of food. And then you have to figure out where you're going to get the other 10 days. So there's this shadow system that runs alongside of the public system that helps close that gap. It isn't funded by the government. It is funded by private donations, mostly very much from the faith community. They're huge contributors as well as the philanthropic community. So if you think about like a wholesaler and a retailer, we're the wholesaler. So we have the big warehouse and we bring in food through Oregon Food Bank and Feeding America and USDA Commodities and we get it all at the warehouse. And then we redistribute that to 57 different partners throughout Central Oregon. And they're the retailers. That's the store, the St. Vincent de Paul that you go to, the Reservation Impact that you go to. That's the local food bank that you know and love. You might see a little plaque somewhere that says Neighbor Impact on the wall. We hope you do. Um, You're supposed to if you don't because we need to get you a bigger one if you can't see it. But assuming that you go there, you get that food, you never know where it came from. But we're the backbone of that that's bringing all that in and making it available. Now, People do collect their own local food as well, and every one of our partners does. And we say don't haul it to Redmond so that we have to backhaul it again back to where it came from. By all means, give to your local food bank first, and then from your excess, please consider the regional food bank as well. We have huge purchasing power because we buy so much food. We buy over 4 million pounds a year. And so we can buy probably five cans of soup for every can you can buy. Um, just because we have that purchasing power. And Oregon Food Bank, which we're a partner of, has even more purchasing power. So that's how we keep people fed in the off-season. Pre-pandemic, we were feeding 16,000 people a month. Post-pandemic, we're feeding 60,000 people a month. And 16 to 60 is kind of a jump, and it hasn't gone down, and it doesn't appear to be going down. And what's happening out there that really bothers us is people have to put all their money toward their rent, or their mortgage, or their childcare bills, and there's no money left. And when you don't have any money left, what you squeeze on is food. 
because food is the one thing that's expendable, except it really isn't. I mean, food is the oldest form of charity in the history of the world. And why we should even have a debate about whether people should have enough to eat if we're somebody that's trying to deal with poverty is beyond me, yet we do seem to be stuck in that mode still. Last year, a box of lettuce was $19 at the wholesale level. Today, a box of lettuce is over $100. We've just had some crazy things happen in the food market, and people feel that pinch. Anybody who is needing to access food banking in order to, to supplement their SNAP should probably have a couple different places in mind where they want to go to because you can't guarantee on a volunteer-based system um, that's funded with donations that they're going to be always available to you when you need them. They're not a grocery store. So, you know, being sure that you have a couple different places in a couple different communities, know, know what's down in Madras, know what's down in, in what's in Warm Springs, know what's in Redmond. Uh, you can get on our website and you can find all, the location of all 57 uh, where they're doing regular feedings and what their hours are to the degree that we know them. So that, that can help people. There, there are some oddities about the way we run food banking in Warm Springs in particular because there are uni- unique and very important cultural aspects of food in a tribal community. USDA is not well set up to accommodate those. So they like to have their little commodities place where they serve only USDA-branded commodities approved according to their ways and foods that they recognize as standard. Well, that doesn't work for a tribal community. So in Warm Springs, we actually have two different facilities, technically. You would never know it. But technically, operating side by side, one of which is USDA, one of which accepts other donated goods and things that we can distribute to people then without running afoul of USDA's rules. It's a silly, silly man-made rule made by people who last studied history in 1880, I think. It's Warm Springs office is open Tuesday and Thursday mornings, 9 to noon, or by appointment. Reach them by phone 541-553-0497 or email dorotheat at neighborimpact.org. Therapy also works with Warm Springs Emergency Management. Find the Reservation Impacts Food Bank at the Commodities Warehouse in the Industrial Park. One of the things we're doing as an organization right now is building a new regional food warehouse. Our current warehouse is 2,500 square feet. It's not nearly big enough. It hasn't been expanded since 1996. So we're building a 10,000 square foot warehouse that will be open in July of 2024. We've already raised the money for it. It's very exciting for us. We just got did the groundbreaking on it. And one of the cool things we were able to do, this comes back to the tribes, is we were able to bring Johnson in, who's you know one of the big, big leads the songs and the prayers, and he did a traditional native blessing as part of the opening, recognizing that this was originally indigenous land. And I don't think the people that were there, there were about 90 people from the Chamber of Commerce and local dignitaries, elected officials, most of them hadn't encountered that before. They thought it was so cool. First, they looked puzzled. What are we doing? And then they got really interested. And then they talked about it later, about how really cool it was. And I love that we're bringing in tribal elements into what we do. You know, for too long, Warm Springs was just that place up there that you had to drive through to go to Portland. And nobody knew about it. And everybody's way too scared to turn left. Um, off the highway and come down into the community. But we're bringing the community into the community, bringing the communities together. And I think that's a very big positive 
for at least for the communities which are encountering Warm Springs. Warm Springs can make up its own mind about how good that is for them. But it's really, really good for the rest of Central Oregon to see and experience that. We've, we've had in Neighbor Impact a really cool thing happen in that we've been blessed to have Dan Martinez join our board. He reached out to us and asked about that. So we brought him on a couple of years ago. And in January, he became our first ever indigenous officer when he became our vice president. And so that's that's growth on our part. And that goes back to where we started with this about, you know, coming to the the council and saying, I'm sorry for what we did and how we didn't pay attention. We are trying to make amends. We are trying to pay attention. And we are really reaping benefits from that. Just watch for us to come back in a couple of months and look for that housing event and look for the uh, look for the weatherization program and then look for us at upcoming community events. Uh, we'll be at the the senior day. We'll be at Payumsha. Uh, we'll be at Fourth of July. So uh, there's several other big events coming up in the community, and I know we're going to have a presence. You know, some bigger than others, but a presence at every single one of them. And then don't forget, if you need anything, we might be able to help. Call Dot Thurby. That's what she's there for. Scott Cooper, Executive Director with Neighbor Impact. Thank you for listening to the Warm Springs program on 91.9 FM, KWSO.